0: years podcast with justin alexio and jeremiah watkins new episodes every wednesday welcome to the show what a glorious day today
1: now it's hot now it's hot it's 81 degrees now i'm just saying outside
0: but we're in the past right now
1: well, they're not gonna know. <laughs> now they know? Well, I'll,
0: I'll explain why I said that we're in the past. Oh man! Right now, when this is being released, uh, I'm on set right now. Yeah, but uh, Make so, I've, so I got it. So I, I've got some good news, guys. I uh, I booked a role in uh, another indie movie, so uh, it's a uh, another feature film. Look at him! So I'm very excited. Some IMDb um, credit is. Look at you rolling in there rolling in it. Not that all my IMDb credit won't just be of Justin and mine's sketches now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Justin was on it and made, made us IMDb pages for a lot of, a lot of the sketches I that we had. I had to
1: look more professional. Hey, man. You're doing it right. <laughs> all right. So you booked this movie. How did it come by? Tell the people what they want to know. Uh,
0: The movie is called Baker's Dozen.
1: Are you allowed to be selling what the...
0: I can say the title. Okay. I can't say plot, the plot and all synopsis. that stuff. Yeah, um, but Baker's
1: doesn't. Uh, is it a baking movie?
0: No, it's like a it's like a <laughs> raunchy comedy. All right, but uh, it Deception. should should be, should be fun. Uh, and also, who booked a part in it is uh, uh, my buddy Yasser Lester.
1: Yasser, uh, he's a fellow stand up
0: comedian in the scene. Uh, I'm really excited to be working with him. But uh, how it came about is <laughs> it's really funny is uh my buddy uh, Reza Reza Riazzi he uh he referred me for it uh for this audition uh in December and he thought that I fit the fit the part and I I came in and uh he had already shown them like a bunch of like my YouTube sketches and like impression videos and different stuff like that so they liked me going into the audition which I rarely have that advantage like I never have I've never had that advantage uh except before with uh with uh i lived the other uh indie feature that i booked uh, yeah what, everyone's
1: whenever i'm in everyone's always like who are you no exactly <laughs> so
0: like they don't know what you do or can do or what you're capable of usually so uh it was nice going into that and then um they're like can you grow facial hair you're you look a little bit younger than the other than kind of what we're looking for but we like you a lot communically. i was like yeah yeah i i I shaved this morning for for this role. That's why I look so clean shaven. And they're like, okay, okay. So um I uh I texted Rez over the over uh in the beginning of January, I was like, Hey man, just curious, uh, you know, do you know if they fill the role or whatever? They're like, They like you a lot, but uh they think you might look too young. They said, But comedically they really like you and they like your look and everything. Uh he's like, uh I'll let you know in a few days and um then he called me later in the week and told me that I got it. So that's so weird. He's not the casting director, but he called you to tell you you got it. Uh, he's I I can't remember. I know he's one of the producers on it. I just found out recently. Uh, so he is helping with casting. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I don't know his official title <laughs> on it because he says because we're friends. So I didn't like be like, what's your title on this? Right. He just hooked me up with the audition. So big uh, big thank you to Reza
1: nice you gonna be on set
0: yeah it'll be fun it'll be good and shooting in ventura so uh the this next pod the the fall a week from today's podcast episode i'll have way more details and all stuff because i would have actually been shooting right
1: yeah so you're on set right now so i'm on set right now oh this is crazy yeah (laughs) how does it work (laughs) uh I don't know what we should talk about this podcast. <laughs> no? No, I got stuff. Oh,
0: I, I, uh, I had a, uh, a cool show I, I forgot to talk about a couple of weeks ago with uh, uh, Dean Del Rey and uh, Jim Florentine and Don Jameson, uh, the guys from that metal show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a live podcast at the Improv, and I hosted the first part of it uh, where I just brought them up to do stand-up. But they had, like, awesome guests from like they were on the podcast uh sebastian bach from, oh. from skid row nice he was on the, the the he was a guest on the podcast and it was it was cool and he told me uh he liked my set after the end of the show and i was like yeah well there you yeah. go getting up moving up in hollywood i guess well if you if that's what you consider moving <laughs> Hollywood, getting told good set by <laughs> sebastian bach <laughs> but it but it was cool because uh Dean it was all like Dean if you don't know Dean Del Rey he's like a very like kind of like rock and roll kind of comedian. So this was like his crowd and it was cool to see him in that element and I felt a little out of place uh because I Yeah, what would you say your crowd is? Uh <laughs> I think people who like stuff that's a little bit outside the norm uh like people who are willing to enjoy a little bit like kind of weird comedy. Uh, so, th- I don't know, that. that's, I guess, I, I'm being very, very general. Yeah, that's very
1: vague. You should label your crowd.
0: Um, I, I'd say, I definitely do the best with people, like, 18 to 40, definitely. Once it starts getting, like, even, like, upper 30s, late 40s, all that stuff, people start, like... People start not relating to what I am. <laughs> Do you
1: think that uh, when you're in your 40s, you're still going to be that same target demo, or you think you'll adapt to, like... No, know?
0: almost likely. I mean, I think as I get older, I'll probably start talking about some more normal things. But right now, I really enjoy talking about some where my mind goes. Like, I like to take normal topics and take them down really weird paths that's kind of the way my brain works how i kind of look at things is kind of like in a weird light that's that's what i like to do like whenever i talk about women and stuff like that i usually end up going down a really weird <laughs> weird like unconventional path with it i don't know
1: all right that's good yeah what would you i mean what would you say you i would say uh my crowd is all pimps <laughs> pimps and hoes uh it's a very hip-hop crowd Very
0: hip-hop crowd? Yeah. I I mean, that's
1: super specific. Actually, I would say college. College kids. College kids. Usually get me. I guess I
0: should have just said, I could have said college and younger people, but I I feel like not just college, I feel like older people than college like my stuff.
1: Yeah. Whenever I start. You know what's also weird is I feel like women like my comedy way more than men.
0: No, they really, yeah, I can see that actually. Because Justin talks a lot about um, in his act about like his breakups and dating and relationships and stuff, and girls just love that, and they love seeing Justin in a very vulnerable place because <laughs> Justin <laughs> puts himself out there. Like he's not afraid to like look bad or v- vulnerable on stage, which is props to Justin with that. But uh, I rarely do that kind of comedy. <laughs> it's it's yeah, rare. It's you know. rare that I do relationship type stuff. I've got I've got a couple jokes that I talk about my girlfriend or whatever, but. Um. Again, I take them down. Kind of weird. <laughs> the 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 end of the bits. Uh, it's like, oh, this is starting to be normal. It's like, okay, it ended very strange.
1: Yeah, this is, this is weird. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anybody who likes stupid comedy, <laughs>
1: well, that's well,
0: my demographic. <laughs> there you go. That's my blanket statement. If you like comedy that is just stupid, you're gonna enjoy what I do.
1: All right, that's good to know. Do you, uh, you type up your Vegas dates again? Those are coming up now. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: that's uh, I'll be hosting at uh, the the Laugh Factory Las Vegas in the, the, at the Tropicana February 17th through the 23rd. Yep, 17th through the 23rd. Had to look, check my phone.
1: Wow, just. you're going to sure. be out of LA for a little bit here.
0: It's Dude, I know. I know. I <laughs> know. I was thinking about that. I was like, well, I'm not getting any pilot offers, so <laughs> it's not too... Uh, not too bad. I'll at least be getting I'll be at least be making some money, which I mean I need to survive so. Yeah. Got to make that money. Got to make that money. Money.
1: money. Uh <laughs> man, sometimes I think about it's crazy how many people I know on TV right now and I'm like what do you do with all your money? Although most of my friends still live with their roommates, like they they're smart about it. Of course, like, I'm on the first first season. We'll see if I get a second season.
0: Totally, I had a friend who was going to the Golden Globes last night. That stopped by the Comedy Store, and it was just bizarre. He's got a sitcom coming out. Uh, Rick Glassman. Uh, he's got a sitcom coming out uh, called Undateable on NBC. I mean, it's very cool. Like, it's cool. Like to just see like friends is like, oh yeah, no, all right, no, now I'm gonna go. But to the Golden Globes It's like,
1: oh, that's so crazy. Take me. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it'll uh oh, well I didn't talk about this on the podcast. I uh I had my first audition for a uh oh yes, leading pilot role. Heck yeah. I don't know how I got it. Um I actually I think I know how I got it cuz uh I my I my manager made me go get coaching for this. Sure. Uh so, you know, whatever. So when I was getting coached by my acting teachers like, "Oh man, I coached one of our students for this audition um, two months ago. So I think they were looking for their guy, and they just could not find him. Yeah. So then they're like, all right, we've got to go to people with no like, credit. Let's open the floodgates. <laughs> open the floodgates. So uh, it was it was cool. I had to speak in an Albanian accent. I tried to help Justin a little bit. How was your coach? Uh, he, I mean, he, he didn't coach for the dialect. Like He just coached for the acting. Um, oh,
0: boo. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's he, 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 he knows how to do accents, so he kind of was teaching me. But by that point, I was like, Here's my Russian accent. He's like, that's good enough. And I was like, he's like for the audition. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And I was like, cool. Uh, it was cool though. It was kind of weird because uh, I can't say I don't want to say who like is producing it, but it's like a famous comedian. Um, but uh, it was at Universal, and so when I was checking into the gate and I was outside practicing my sides, there's like all this nervous energy because they had brought in a lot of people that probably don't do these auditions a lot.
0: Yeah, sure. Um,
1: but then the uh, the Universal tour bus ah. uh the thing went by and they were like and to your left you can see people about to audition <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I'm like, oh god uh but it was fine i feel like i did good uh I, I didn't hear anything back but uh i feel like if that casting that casting actor probably thinks i did a good job maybe so uh yeah so uh but i did like let my mind go and i was like uh if i get these auditions more often and then get on a tv show and then start making money finally like start making more stand up. Oh man, one day, one day,
0: one day indeed. Well, they'll call you back for something else. That's how I always look at it. You know what I mean? Like if you do a good enough job, they'll call you in for a different job. Maybe you're not right for this one, but or maybe you are
1: right and they just haven't called you yet. You never know. Yeah, you do never know. It's it's the magic city. <laughs> There's also I'm also when I was there, I was like, I just want to get to the point where I can like go to Universal Studios, like that amusement park, and like just buy a ticket and not feel bad about it. Or go to Disneyland and not feel bad not about feel it. Not feel
0: financially strained. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or even just like movies, actually. That's more a realistic goal. I would love that.
0: <laughs> guys, I would absolutely love that. I, you know what I would love, guys? I'd love going to the movies, taking my girlfriend there, buying popcorn <laughs> or nachos, and then me not... L- like doing math in my head for like do i have enough money in my account for this? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the worst dude i cannot remember the last time there was like over a hundred dollars in my checking it's like it's always just scraping it barely making it dude i think after this movie
0: and i do vegas i'll at least be set for up until march which is pretty good because yeah. i was pretty scared starting the beginning <laughs> of this
1: year all right oh you, you know uh i was actually free i was like i don't know how i'm gonna pay my february rent and then uh my residuals finally came in oh yeah oh thank god it's like six hundred dollars was it so now i have rent I was, dude that's amazing dude i was like how many did they say how many episodes they or how many times they played it or they, paid, like they paid me for four so wow yeah. So they played it four times? Yeah, well I knew they played it four times in July. And then if uh well that this is just paying for the first run and then if they aired it any other then I'll get more residuals. Oh, you'll get more residuals. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. But I was like, it takes six months and that's what SAG telling me. They're like, uh the studio what? is it for your first project or just in general? Uh no, it's for in general. It's they're that like sucks. the studio can the studio has 4 months to cut a check and then once they they have to send it to SAG and then SAG's like then we have 2 months.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, which I guess I'm is not, not buying a new house or anything <laughs> if I book a, like a big movie and then like I'm like, yeah, I can count on those checks because it won't do
1: 6 months is insane.
0: Yeah. Ugh.
1: So, I'm good for February boys? Got to book a commercial in February though.
0: That's what it, Justin and I always look at stuff month to month. We're like, all right. <laughs> we're good for February now. Then hopefully let's be good for March.
1: And yeah. Then, you know, I've also accepted the fact that if anything happens in my car, I'm just not going to have a car for a while.
0: Yeah. My car's messed up. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with it. Is the shifter still broken? Oh, of course. I didn't fix it. How are you shifting? I just like press down and stab my thumb and... <laughs> Pull it back. No, it's it is weird how like the your shifter look basically the the handle to the, the shifter in my car <laughs> broke off and it's like like by my leg. So uh it's not like up on the steering column, it's like down by like right below your radio if you know where that's at. So like whenever I back up in reverse and, or or like I put in a drive, it's just like it it's literally like a screwdriver. It looks like a screwdriver is poking up out of the console of the car. And then I'm having to press in with my thumb, and then pull it back like like it's an old like 1920s like cotton gin or something. <laughs> and then it gets my car going. Now.
1: All right. Well, as long as the engine's still good, you got time. No, totally.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, my leather seats are falling apart, and
1: <laughs> but it's been a good car. Have you ever like made out in a car or done anything frisky in a car? I uh,
0: made out in a car, but nothing like no. Well, I mean. I've, yes, I've done some stuff in a car. <laughs> All right. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah.
1: I, uh, I tried to have sex in a car one time. There was no room, and I'm like, it's because my car is so small. Like, my knee was, like, banging on the steering column, and, like, I couldn't. There's no way to get two people in any space, I don't think. Yeah. For that. So, uh, you teenagers out there, if you could tell, oh, no, not teenagers, if you're 18 and over, <laughs> tell me how you do it. See, the thing that
0: is what is good and bad about about being so the my current girlfriend who i absolutely love she is the only girl who i've had sex with so i don't really like telling that many sex stories <laughs> on podcasts because her. you know who it is <laughs> it's not like all right i was with this girl it's, one time <laughs> and she was doing this crazy stuff it's like no uh you can put a photo literally to Because it's my girlfriend, so that's why Justin usually shares his sex stories on this (laughs) podcast. And I'm just like, yep, you know, I've I've done... I'm not some stuff. <laughs> uh, but I'm not gonna be like, all right. So she did this weird thing with my butt. And, oh Jesus! You know what I mean? Like that's not gonna. This is not gonna happen.
1: I know. I always forget to before I ask. I guess just, I just ask so I can share my stories. <laughs> I get yeah. Justin is
0: you know he's you know one to self indulge. He's like, all right. Well, I got a I got a beast of a all story. Right,
1: let me ask you this though. What do you think is too, what? What would you say for a girl or a guy? How many is too many that you're a whore? Like how many people you've had sex with? How many is too many? Yeah. When you become a whore, like when you're like, oh, that's too many, man, A girl.
0: I mean, I would think that once you start get hitting the teens, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, a, yeah, like I don't know though. Like, I like it's very hard. I can't really judge because I'm coming at it from a completely different standpoint and angle. Where it's like I've only had sex with one girl, so and I don't plan on cheating on her, so it's hard for me to be like. Oh man, you know, if you you know, if if you only hit a couple, then then it's not too bad. But I mean I would think like generally if you start getting into like teens or like twenties, dude, thirties, whew. If you if you're, if your hit count is, is going up that high, if you're if your hit count here's this, if your hit count is older than your age, is more than your age, then I think that's a pretty good rule to go by. Okay. If you're eighteen, And you've had sex with more than eighteen people, then you're a freaking slut. But then, dude, one a year
1: is not a lot.
0: But dude, but by the time you're sixty, if
1: you've had sex with over sixty people, I mean that's a lot of people. Here's the thing, I heard. I don't know. What do you think? Here's okay. I read an article because of like the South and like the Christian morals and like the the Midwest and everything. Yeah, yeah. The average age in America, or the average you guys hear that the average number of people that people have sex with is six six is the average number which i think is super low because i am right now i'm at mm, i'm in mid-20s somewhere okay which i'm like but i don't feel like i'm slutty like i don't i haven't had i've had one one night stand in my life uh and i have multiple friends that are in their 50s 60s 70s oh my multiple friends multiple la friends like now, I- do these people wrap it up? <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to. You don't know what you're going into. Oh, that
0: sounds so gross. <laughs> <laughs> you might get Agent Orange in that, in that thing. There might be napalm. You can't go into the jungle without a raincoat. Come on.
1: Dude, I only... Got have a gone. poncho? You're not wearing a poncho? Dude, uh, It's it's always... Yeah, I would say... I've only had unprotected sex like with girlfriends. But even then it's like, because uh, here's a that I always think about the commercial, like, okay, let's say your girlfriend has had sex with twenty people. Those twenty people have had sex with twenty people. So you're getting all that contact. So that's of course. Why, Ugh. That's why I always wrap it up, baby. Wrap it up, wrap it up. I I always wonder what would happen if I got an STD. Would I have to call everybody and be like
0: you talk about it on stage. I know you would.
1: <laughs> I, I got this
0: green stuff coming out of my penis. Oh no!
1: Oh God! I've had a couple STD scares and a couple of pregnancy scares, but uh, I've always gotten out of it, baby. Yeah. Oh, oh man, my brother. I just because uh, I was uh, in Phoenix a couple weeks ago. My brother, he uh, he gets this girl. He's like, I don't trust her. She's too dirty. So he just makes her give him blowjobs will not have sex there. I'm like, dude, you can still get it from blowjobs. She's like, I know, but there's less chance. Why won't he just have sex with her for the condom? Because dude, you, you can get STDs from a condom. That's how herpes doesn't care about a condom. Really? Yeah. She well, this girl
0: just must be filthy. Then if, if, <laughs> if he's like, hey man, I can't even do it with a condom. Yeah. That that makes that doesn't make sense to me. That he's that he's having her blow him, but she won't. It just doesn't make sense
1: i know well it's my brother we like
0: listen <laughs> if she's blowing you they'll just have sex with her with a condom yeah they oh. need a balls condom do you know what i mean <laughs> that's where you get it from i know they need i i wanted i want to create a commercial parody the the under <laughs> the, un, the under armor body condom <laughs> you know You know that material yeah just like put them put it just over your entire body
1: uh yeah dude I. Uh... Now that we're talking about the dirty stuff. I think like I was thinking about how you told me your grandma doesn't watch your uh, sketch videos. Oh my goodness! And I'm dude. like, <laughs> so yeah. So she she knows you're a comedian. My how grandma, she?
0: she's in her eighties.
1: Okay. She kn-
0: my grandma knows that I'm a comedian. Okay. She n- understands that I'm an actor and an entertainer. The only thing that she has seen that me do was my Chevy Volt commercial because it was a national <laughs> it was a national commercial. So she That's saw that. Of yeah, she yeah. Said. So she's seen. She's seen me. She was so proud. Like she was telling all her friends. Like uh, because it would play like on CNN and stuff. It, like right. between, she's like, "That's my grandson. That's <laughs> like uh, he's in that Chevy
1: commercial. He's at the drive-through." She doesn't ask to see the uh, other stuff. No,
0: but I think she has. She's smart enough where I think she knows that something's up. That why she hasn't seen anything else of what I'm doing. She's just like. She, she's always like, well, if you if you if you if you're making commercials for trusted American brands like <laughs> Chevrolet, then I support what you're doing. But I I pray for you every day. <laughs> I told Justin if she saw me in this new raunchy comedy that that I'm gonna be in this 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 film, she'd be like, you're going to hell. <laughs> I don't know if she'd say that flat out to me, but, but she'd she definitely would, be thinking she'd it. Be think- <laughs> definitely
1: is uh. Is all your like older family like that,
0: dude? No, my <laughs> Iowa side family is so cool. My 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 nana and and like my uncles and aunts and all that stuff. And my big pop, uh, uh, he was so cool when he was around. Like he was like he would. It was so funny. Like uh, when, he had whenever he turned sixty nine, he had these big six nine <laughs> candles on his birthday cake, and my sister and I were looking at each other and laughing. And then uh, we looked at my big pop and he winked at us (laughs) and he was laughing too because he knew why we were like being idiots. That's funny. Yeah.
1: Oh, big pop.
0: Big pop, man. He was awesome.
1: So this grandma that is very Christian is on your mom's side or your dad's side?
0: It's my dad's side. My mom's side of the family is super chill and super cool. Uh, my dad's side is the way more conservative side. Even my dad with my certain sketches. Like, my sister put on one of my sketches where I was in drag while I was back home just to see my dad's reaction, and he didn't smile or laugh or anything. He just looked, and he just, like, was, like, just sitting there. And my sister was well, she was smoking weed and just laughing at his reaction to my videos because he was just, like... What is this?
1: <laughs> your dad doesn't care that your sister smokes weed. No. All right. Not
0: anymore. Not anymore. Okay. It was a big deal <laughs> in high school, and I would like wrap my sister out and stuff. Dad, she's oh. smoking weed. <laughs> dude, I was super conservative.
1: Oh my God, so you. <laughs> so you're like, this is the devil.
0: Oh, of course, dude. I was extremely conservative. I've, my, I mean, my views have since changed over the years. I'm way more relaxed. But right now, like, I'm. I'm way more just about like, like people like I, I try to be as good of a person as possible and be be nice to everybody, and I feel like that is way more important than you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that, and I'm and like and I'm just kind of more just like p- other people do what you want to do and respect why I have my reasons for not doing certain things. Do you know what right. I mean? Right, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: So did so you used to so when did you stop judging your sister for her weed? That fact—that's hilarious.
0: Uh, sometime like in college, I mean, uh, I mean, I'd still every once in a while in college, like if she was getting like high like too much, I'd be like, "Come on, just like let's (laughs) come on, just like a little bit less." Like I don't care that you're doing it, but like just don't, don't wake and bake. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like where you like have to have it yeah uh but she's like i think she's chilled out a little bit now she just uses it kind of recreationally (laughs) now and like you know that's good yeah
1: yeah i uh
0: but yeah my grandma definitely thinks i'm going to hell probably (laughs) that's probably why she's praying for me so much
1: (laughs) yep well that's uh oh my god it's 25 minutes (laughs) all right did uh do you have anything to plug uh, like
0: always, uh, follow Justin and I on Twitter at JustinAlexio. Uh, I'm at Jeremiah Standup, and uh, check out JeremiahWatkins.tv. Uh, I've got some new. Uh, i got a new Gringo sketch up there, and or you could go to youtubecom slash Gringo Sketch. The next, uh, I think, ten or eleven weeks, I'll be releasing uh, the, the the first season of Gringo Sketches, and then I'll be uh, releasing some other stuff, and uh, I'll let you guys know when uh, the BuzzFeed videos are out and all that stuff. Uh, that I've been doing recently and uh, that is about it I've got some other shows and stuff but just check my Twitter
1: yeah I'm in the development of a, a website guys so uh, I'll release that soon but yeah Justin Alexio on Twitter uh, I'm, that, I'm Justin Alexio I'm Jeremiah I watch <laughs> sorry <laughs> I was trying to end it uh, it's all good. and since uh, we were so raunchy this episode I just want to let everyone know I have licked ass before and um, just make sure you take a shower before that's all I'm going to say and email us at the at gmail